Welcome to the DMV's very own Table for Four podcast, where we are the DMV's voice for all. So sit back, relax, and be entertained. Yo, what's going on? Welcome, let's welcome back another episode of Table for Four podcast. I want to thank you for clicking on today's episode. Uh, I want to apologize because yesterday's episode did not post yesterday. I do not know why, but it did it. But it is now posted. Go check it out. Yesterday we talked about moms, Mabley, and how she was a great comedian and everything that she did in the comedic world. So make sure you go click yesterday's episode and go ahead give that a listen but jumping into today uh we have number five on our black cinema movies to check out we are cracking the top five top five top five top five so be on the lookout uh towards the end of the podcast talking about that and today we are on basically part 24 of our 28 day adventures of talking about black history month uh, every single day. So hopefully you guys are learning something new every single day, letting somebody know, hey, guess what I found out today or guess what I learned out today. Um, but make sure you're just passing on this knowledge uh, as well. But let's go ahead and jump right into it. Today we're talking about, we have an entrepreneur to talk about and her name is Oprah Winfrey. Um, she, if you don't know who Oprah Winfrey is, I don't know why, um, but you should know who she is. But if not, let me tell you about her. She was born January 29th, 1954. Oprah was born in the rural town of some city in Mississippi. I'm looking at this damn name and I do not know how to pronounce it. It is Koskalusko. I'm not even going to try. Um, as I said before, she was... It's basically in Mississippi. It's a rural part of Mississippi. Uh, she was born on January 29th, 1954, as I said. Uh, after a troubled adolescence in a small farming community where she was sexually abused by a number of male relatives and friends of her mother, uh, Winfrey moved to Nashville to live with her father, Vernon. Uh, he was a barber and a businessman. She attended Tennessee State University and began working in radio and television broadcasting uh, in Nashville at that time. In 1976, Winfrey, uh, Oprah, moved to Baltimore, Maryland, uh, where she hosted the TV show uh, People Are Talking. The show became a hit, and uh, Oprah stayed uh, with it for eight years. Uh, after which she was recruited by the Sh- a Chicago TV station to host her own morning show. It was called AM Chicago. Uh, the person who she was always competing with, uh, with the same time slot, was Phil Donahue. I believe that's how you pronounce his name, Phil Donahue. Uh, and they would compete over the next several months. And Oprah's uh, warm-hearted, you know, personality won over hundreds of thousand, you know, hundreds of thousand viewers. And Donahue um, basically lost. You know, Oprah was, you know, 
literally took that show from last place and brought up the ratings, and now she was kicking ass. Um, from there, Oprah launched the Oprah Winfrey Show in 1986. Uh, it was a nationally syndicated program that ran over 25 years until 2011. Uh, with this placement, uh, it was on 120 channels with the audience of 10 million people. The show grossed over $125 million by the end of the first year, which Oprah received $30 million of that. But Oprah soon gained her ownership of her show from ABC, uh, drawing it under control. Her new, basically, she, since it was her show now, she came up with her own production company. It was called Harpo Productions. It's basically Oprah spelled backwards, and making more and more money uh, from this. So all the, everything she's making off the show is going straight to her motherfucking pockets. Um, although with many talk, sh- talk, show ho- talk shows becoming popular during that time, in the early 1990s and everything like that, um, you know, they started to have a trend. You know, Jerry Springer, I don't want to say Maury, um, but, you know, you know, talk shows like that. They like Ricky Lake. Oh yeah, shit! I remember Ricky Lake. Like that shit was yesterday. They were. I don't want to say Ricky Lake was trashy, but the shows like Jerry Springer and shit like that um, was giving you know talk shows a bad rep. And you know, Oprah pledged to keep her show free of tabloid topics. So her ratings did fall though, but she earned the respect of her viewers by sticking to her word. And she was rewarded with the surge of popularity. So, you know, she took a little dip in the beginning because she wasn't going to be, you know, sticking her toes in, you know, waters that she doesn't want to, you know, stick her toes in. She's like, I ain't talking about no fucking shit that's popping up on the tabloids. I'm going to talk about real shit. So she did that. She stuck true to her word. And, you know, you know, you know, shit rewarded her. You know, she got her viewers back up and everything like that. Uh, so, but, you know, that's some big shit right there. That's, um, that's some good shit. Uh, but in night and excuse me, but in 2009, Oprah announced that she would be ending her program with her contract, uh, with ABC, uh, that, which ended in 2011, Oprah Winfrey became the first black female billionaire, not millionaire, motherfucker, billionaire with a B, buh, buh, buh billionaire uh in 2003 so in 2003 she became the first black female billionaire in 2003 god damn that is some good shit um she has her own tv show as well uh she has her own book clubs uh magazine she's her own publisher of her own magazine she has her own food i was reading it's called oh that's good I mean, shit, like, who the fuck, like, that's a classy-ass name. Oh, that's good. Literally, just the O, that's good. Uh, she also was in movies. Her, be- her best movie that she was well-known for was uh, The Color Purple that came out in 1985, which she was nominated for an Academy Award for Best Supporting Actress. Um, you know, she's done a lot in her life, uh, and the list can go on and on. There's so much shit that she's done that I don't want to, like, bore you guys with it. But just know that she was the first black female billionaire. 
in the United States in 2003. Oprah's done so much shit. She's improved her life a lot. You got to think, she came from a rural country-ass Mississippi. And now look where she live in. Shit, look where Stedman's living. If y'all know who Stedman is, this is the motherfucker who's been engaged to her since 1992. They still haven't gotten married. He's living in a penthouse. Not even a penthouse, a goddamn pool house. And he basically is her bitch. But that's in a whole other story. Um, but, you know, she's really came up. Like, literally started from the bottom. Now we here type shit. And um, that's some good shit, though. I got to give it to Oprah because... After reading this, I got so much respect for her as well. And I didn't know she did all this. I just, you know, I knew she was a talk show host and everything. I knew she had her own, she has her own goddamn TV channel as well. It's called Own Network. And, you know, she's just a very good entrepreneur, philanthropist, every goddamn word, hustler, shit, grinder, everything. She, she a boss. She a boss. So is she a billionaire boss? That's what she is. So big ups to Oprah. Cheers. I salute you. Mm. Ah, woo. Drinking scotch tonight. Um, but shout out to you. Thank you for everything that you have done. Thank you for great gracing us with your TV show. I never really watched it because it came on like when I was in school. But just just moving on. Let's talk about number five. Uh, of the black cinema movies to check out. Let's see. This movie came out in 1997. Like, damn, Daniel, another again with these old ass movies. Yeah, motherfucker, I like these movies. They're mean, they're good. They have good stories to them. Unlike movies nowadays, where movies are just whack as fuck um, and have no soul behind it. But speaking of soul, this movie came out in 1997, and this movie's called Soul Food. And it stars a star-studded cast. Vanessa Williams, Vivica A. Fox, my girl Nia Long, Michael Beach, Mackay Pfeiffer, Jeffrey Sams, Gina Rivera, Mel Jackson. It, it's every, every motherfucking body's in this goddamn movie. Um, it, this movie, every time I watch it, it just hits home because this movie is about family and you always have your family's back no matter what. No matter through the trials and tribulations you go through, you always have your motherfucking family's back. And this is what movie is what teaches it about and this is what it's about. And, you know, just eating good, being around your family, loving your friends. If your friends are your family, shit, love them, hug them, hold them. You know, and this 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 goddamn movie is just a fucking good movie. Um, it just has so it literally this movie has soul. This movie has soul, and uh, if I can tell you to watch this movie tonight, watch it tonight. I'm telling you, watch it tonight. Uh, shit, I might watch it tonight. Matter of fact, I am going to watch it tonight. But I'm gonna go ahead and read you the storyline. <clears throat> okay, let's jump into it. Mama Joe also known as Big Mama, held her family together for 40 years around Sunday dinner of soul food. If y'all don't know what soul food is, then y'all are not culturalized. Like, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with y'all. Um, but when diabetes hospitalized her and the dinner stops, the tensions among her three daughters start to break the family apart. Two of the sisters constantly feud. 
Terry is a jealous. Terry is jealous of Maxine's marriage and irritated that everyone assumes her corporate salary is open to the rest of the family's use. Maxine uh, resents Terry's bossiness and inconsistency, excuse my language, uh, to family tradition. Bird, the youngest, newly married to an ex-con, accept a favor from an old lover that leads to her, to her husband's arrest. Mama Joe's grandson, Ahmad, cooks up, cooks up a scheme to bring the family back together to the table. I'm going to tell you this again. Watch this motherfucking movie. Watch it. Watch it with your family. I don't care who you watch it with. Watch it. You will cry. You will laugh. And you will feel something. If you don't feel something at the end of this goddamn movie, you got to look at yourself in the mirror and say, something's wrong with me because you probably don't have a goddamn soul. But check this movie out. It's called Soul Food. 1997. It brings a family together. A family that eats together, stays together. Especially on a Sunday meal. Especially with soul food involved. But make sure you check out this movie. Make sure you look up Oprah. Go check out Oprah's network as well as her magazines and all, all the great things Oprah has done. Um, but I just want to thank you for listening to this episode. You know, like I said, every day we record in. Uh, got, I believe, four more days left. Yeah, four more days left. And, um, you know, we'll give it, a, give it a break a little bit and then we'll come back stronger than ever. And just want to thank you guys for listening. Continue to click on it, listen, get, let's get those uh, listening views up as well, share it with your friends as well, and uh, just hopefully everybody has a good day, good night, whenever you're listening to this, have a good week, if this is, if you're listening to us on the weekend, have a good weekend, shit, just be good and be safe, and I'll see y'all later, everybody stay safe out there, peace.